Welcome to the Bards FM Podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Cywar Military Grade. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And tonight is Tuesday, December 20th in the year 2022. Man, I looked at the date. It was like December 20th. And I was like, wait a minute. We didn't do a time warp, did we? No, we did not. Thank goodness. We have gotten out of 2020, which was that crazy year Trump got the election stolen. And then we had COVID. And now we're heading into the end of 2022, heading into 2023, and we've been in this nonsense for about three years, and that has been a 100% PSYOP. So, Patriots, one of the things right now we all need to be aware of is this magnitude of what they're doing and trying to affect food shortages and bank runs. So one of the things you have to do is make sure that you are well protected in your funds in your bank. And we've had we've seen how crazy things have gotten since the election. And I'll tell you right now, this administration is doing everything it can to try to rape and pillage everybody's savings. Don't let it happen. Patriots, will the lack of red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden? More wasteful government spending, higher taxes, a deepening of inflation? And how do you protect your hard-earned savings from chaotic financial markets? The answer? By diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Text BARDS to 989898 for a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. Birch Gold has almost 20 years experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metals IRAs. Text BARDS to 989898 and claim your free no-obligation info kit now. Don't let the left devalue your savings. Own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account from Birch Gold. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers. Text BARDS to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. That's text BARDS to 989898. You will not be disappointed. It's good stuff. Well, Patriots, we've had kind of a crazy day. Like, what day isn't crazy these days? I think I, I speak almost beginning to say I need to make that like my entering entering monologue. Tonight's monologue about the crazy day. I mean, it's literally that bad and that stupid of what we've got going on. And just to kind of give you some ideas of some of the fun that's going on around the world, if you are a J&B whiskey drinker, you can feel rest assured now that uh, J&B whiskey has developed a pro-trans ad of a grandpa applying makeup to himself. I always know elderly grandfathers apply makeup Oh my gosh, these people. But don't worry, Patriots, you can have J&B whiskey and know that if you are suffering from trans withdrawal, just watch their ad. They'll, t- they'll treat you just fine. Don't worry. We've also had the drop of the Twitter files part eight today, which is what we're going to dig into here very shortly. 
But just in case, again, you had some stress about Ukraine and maybe what's going to happen next, don't worry, because Schumer and Pelosi, even though she's dead, I think, uh, are coming to the rescue with a $1.7 million omnibus spending bill. $1.7 trillion. Did I say that? Trillion. Yeah, trillion. $1.7 trillion. Yeah, that's, that's, that's nice. Now, there's, there's plenty of money in the bill for everybody except if you are normal working-class America and have a job and believe in Jesus. But if you're Ukraine, you get $45 billion more. If you're an LGBTQ freak and demon-possessed monster and that loves us to uh, be a pedophile and go after kids, which is the entire movement of all of them, just ask. Um, $7.5 million to help groom children. That's wonderful. Seven point, uh, J6 prosecution gets more money. That's great. 7,500 special interest earmarks and 3,000 pages. And, of course, no border security. But don't worry, Rand Paul's to the rescue with this comment. It's not no good, rotten way to run government. It's a no good, rotten way to run government. Well, thank you, Rand Paul. We feel more secure by the second with you up there with everybody else. But, hey, it's all good. And as far as the uh, way of the state of the country, I guess Carrie Lake is going into her trial and the best one of, of the evening. Uh, so, and I, I don't know where, where this is going to happen. Carrie Lake is going to take him to trial. She's all getting everybody amped up. I don't know what the expectations are. I do think that everyone should be asking one big and very significant question. Why Maricopa County? And since that was Arpaio's County, the sheriff down there, here's my guess. Somewhere deep under the cover in the bowels of Maricopa County, you're going to find something. And it's going to be some sort of hub that connects everything to this child sex trafficking thing. And that's why they are trying to steal that vote so much. Remember that the vote ultimately is to cover their crimes. That's why they want to control it. The vote is an extension of the cover-up. It is a crime, but it's really the cover-up of their crimes because they need to keep people in power that they are approving. You don't have people in Congress that you can trust. And I can prove that in just a second, but I do want to highlight this. Very important breaking news for all of you that were on your edge of your seat wondering what happened to your FDX funds. <laughs> well, FDX is bankrupt, but they can only locate $1.5 billion out of the $50 billion that they pillaged. They can only locate $1.5 billion. I think it's the girlfriend again. That gerbil that he had as a girlfriend, that's her. Yeah, and, and for those of you that if you get upset at me again for calling her a gerbil, just go look at her and tell me she doesn't have a resemblance. I believe that there's been genetic engineering going on, and I think she's a hybrid. And I'm just going to go with that. Since we are all being injected with a vax, it's a genetic modification vax, I think they grew a gerbil and gave it a human, crossbred it with a human, and I think they had it married to Bankman. What a name. Bankman. Oh, and then I just want to leave this little thought with you before we jump into tonight's PSYOP story or discussion. You do know that there's a massive freeze going on. I like hard temperatures all over the nation. 70% of the nation's being hit with hard, cold winters. Areas up in Montana, minus 32. Texas is going to get minus zero. I don't know. All I'm going to say is lizards don't do well in the cold. So if I was wanting to remove a bunch of lizard heads, I might engineer a cold storm. Just saying. 
But I'm sure that's just craziness. Just crazy talk right there. Because <laughs> I'm sure these people are all normal. And they're uh, regular human beings that like to eat children and suck their blood and all that sort of good stuff. That's that's typical human being behavior. No. All right, Patriots, let's talk a little bit about some stuff like psychological operations. You see, the latest Twitter drop, the Twitter files, part eight, part eight is what we're going to focus on tonight, which starts with how Twitter quietly aided the Pentagon's covert online PSYOP campaign. And I know a lot about this one. So buckle up. And before we go, make sure you're stocked up on your preps. Patriots, if you haven't heard, we're heading into the worst diesel fuel shortage in 70 years. And that's a big problem. Because if truckers can't get enough fuel, grocery stores could go empty. You need to stock up now on emergency food. Visit MyPatriotSupply.com and grab a special offer from My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest preparedness company. You'll save 25% on their four-week emergency food kit with a wide variety of breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks that provide over 2,000 calories a day for strength and energy. My Patriot Supply wants to help American families more by charging less. So go to MyPatriotSupply.com and you'll save 25% on their four-week emergency food kit. Order enough to get your family through the difficult times ahead. At least one kit per person in your home. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and grab all the four-week kits you need. MyPatriotSupply.com Patriots, food is security, both mentally and spiritually. And the time to prepare is now. There we go, MyPatriotSupply.com. Take advantage of it. It's awesome. Great company. 20 years on the shelf life. It's better than having to rely on... Oh, by the way, today is Taco Tuesday. And since we're on the subject of lizards, it would be pretty crazy to start having a national lizard taco day. And everybody would just have to go out here and go, all right, what are we doing on Tuesday? We're going to go hunt lizards, make tacos, and hunt them with our flamethrowers. Which, just so I close that loop on that discussion, because it's always coming up. Patriots, I don't have a Bard's Code yet for a flamethrower. But as soon as we get one... <laughs> We're going to get one up here posted. I'm going to be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll take all of that. We'll take the whole inventory of flamethrowers and give us a bard's code because we're going to need them between the zombies and the lizards. Man, I'll tell you, we got to do some serious roasting out here. They had a good idea in World War II. People might find that a little macabre, but I will tell you, it was a great incentive not to go into the caves when the U.S. troops came in there with their flamethrowers. It's like, whoa, this is getting a little warm in here. You bet it was like roasty warm. All right, so PSYOPs, which kind of leads us nicely into PSYOPs because one of the things about the flamethrower, and it's just, this is a perfect segue actually, is one of the things about a flamethrower is the psychological effect it has on people. That weapon was dreaded by the enemy. And I really don't know how much it was used, but here's the great thing about a PSYOP is you don't need to use it or you don't need to use it very much. In fact, you could stage a bunch of events, which would be called a false flag, and you could make people believe in an alternate reality, which is gaslighting, and you could let them think that all the troops had flamethrowers. And I'm not saying this is the case, but the impact of something like that has a massive impact on our psyche. It creates fear. 
And when you're dealing with the sort of operations that they were dealing with in World War II, between the Germans and the Japanese that were tunneling and building stuff underground, that's a deep fear. Fire, by the way, is one of the great psychological tools of war, not so much because you use it extensively, but because the fact you're willing to or say you're willing to stirs massive amounts of anxiety and fear in the soldiers and troops. So they tend to be very uneasy in hearing that, and it's distracting to them, and that leads to a great psychological warfare impact. Now, that's the entire idea between psychological operations. Patriots, if we haven't figured this out yet, which I think if you've been on this channel for a while, you have, but the fact of the matter is, is that we are in the greatest psi war ever waged on humanity. It's global, it's integrated, and it's ruthless. And it's not something to take lightly because like quite literally, psi wars are, are probably more deadly than any other type of warfare. Before we get started on that specific, though, I want to give you a couple definitions to keep in mind because it's important. We throw these words around so much and it's important to grasp what we're talking about. A false flag operation is an act committed with the intent of disguising the actual source of responsibility and pinning blame on another party. This is all part of psychological operations. The term false flag originated in the 16th century as an expression meaning an international or, excuse me, an intentional misrepresentation of someone's allegiance. The term was famously used to describe the ruse in naval warfare whereby a vessel flew a flag of a neutral or enemy country in order to hide its true identity. The tactic was originally used by pirates and pi privateers to deceive other ships into allowing them to move closer before attacking them. In later, it later was deemed an acceptable practice during naval warfare according to international maritime law, provided the attacking vessel displayed its true flags once an attack had begun. The term today extends to include countries that organize attacks on themselves, like the they're doing here with the help of the CIA, the FBI. January 6th is a great example of a false flag. And make the attacks appear to be by enemy nations or terrorists, kind of like 9-11. Thus giving the nation that was supposedly attacked a pretext for domestic repression, Patriot Act, or foreign military aggression, aggression Afghanistan and Iraq. Similarly, similarly, Deceptive activities carried out during peacetime by individuals and non-governmental organizations have called false flag operations, but the more common legal term is a frame-up, stitch-up, or a setup. That's garbage. It's a false flag. That's probably this woke culture that's trying to minimize the impact of false flag by saying it's going to be racist or something. All right, another important term to understand is gaslighting which is actually a colloquialism loosely defined as min manipulating someone so as to make them question their own reality. So a constant and incessant telling somebody that there's death, for example, in a virus that only killed 0.2% of the people, but making them believe in an alternate reality. That causes cognitive snaps. That's what we did, dealt with for almost three years now with this COVID and COVIDian and COVIDiot stuff, right? The term, the term derives from the title of the 1944 American film Gaslight, interesting black and white film, in fact, which is really kind of a psychological horror thriller, which follows a young woman whose husband slowly manipulates her into believing that she is descending into insanity. 
he's actually like an international killer or something, but he keeps giving her all these things, puts stuff in her head and then controls her and, and then basically makes her believe that she's in a, she's losing her mind. Pretty much what they've done to the entire left of this nation to believe in a false reality and then get them to believe that they're all going to die or willfully need to die to save the environment, that sort of stuff, even to the point where there are many people, I think we're probably heading into another point of peak insanity where they're going to start offering. I read this the other day, in fact, where people are considering offering themselves up for food so that you can have, instead of donating your body to science, you can donate your body to a tabletop somewhere that they will be willing to offer your cuts and, and specialties of ground meat to those that are willing to eat human beef, human meat, what they also uh, in a uh, slang sense called long pig. And that's going to be part of a gaslighting, successful gaslighting operation where they have this generation willfully saying, yes, please, I would like to be somebody's hamburger. It's, it's wonderful. <laughs> I'll tell you. The term gaslighting may also be used to describe a person who presents a false narrative to another group or persons thereby leading them to doubt their perceptions and become misled, disoriented, or distressed, kind of like a government or an agency does to its population. And they're using, and says often this is uh, for gaslighters, the gaslighters' own benefit, kind of like getting people to willfully give up their free will and give away their rights, which were guaranteed by the Constitution, but willfully walk away from gun ownership that would protect them, freedom of speech that would protect them, and willfully agree to going into a FEMA camp and getting injected, that sort of stuff. Or, better yet, going into a hospital and thinking that they're going to make you well after they've been proving themselves over and over that all they are is death camps. Normally, this dynamic is possible only when the audience is vulnerable, such as fear of death or fear of financial collapse, or impending doom of invasion, for example, like an alien invasion, or an invasion by an invisible enemy like the virus, which was sent to us by the evil, evil overlords of Wuhan, that somehow this thing slipped out into a pot of bat soup that somebody drank that then blew into the population and then got on airplanes and flew all over the world, landed all over in foreign ports and began to seep into the population. It was such a smart virus that it would crawl into your bedroom at night, through the windowsills and into your nose, even though you were sleeping with a mask. That's kind of what we're talking about in terms of vulnerability and believing that stuff. So such as an unequal power relationships, which is what happens because this comes from an unequal power relationship since the media controls the narrative and the government is supposed to be your trusted agent since people have given up on God and fearful of the losses associated with challenging the false narrative. Because if you speak out, you will be shunned. The families will tell you not to come to dinner. They will tell you they can't be, they can't be with you anymore. They will disinvite you from Thanksgiving, from Christmas. You won't be part of your social group. If you're a soccer mom, you can't go hang out and have your lattes with your girlfriends. And so all of this forces compliance into the lie. This is all part of massive psychological operations. And the massive psychological operation that this country and this world was submitted to was unprecedented. It was coordinated at the highest levels. It had been planned for decades. And we're seeing this over and over with the sort of measures that we're doing. Most recently, and this just broke today, and this is another form of a psychological operation, is we have a guy, he's a GOP candidate. His name is incoming Republican New York Congressman George Santos 
has sold himself into being a Republican. And people were so excited. They thought, yay, they had won again. The GOP was there to help them, which we know is never the case. But the fools want to believe the lie. That's okay. I can't help you there. But they have presented that the voters a personal history that, believe it or not, is mainly false. Isn't that something? For starters, Santos claimed that he earned degrees in economics and finance from Baruch College and New York University. However, when the Times inquired, neither school was able to locate any record of his attendance. <laughs> it's just another Barack Obama game. The Kenyan, who likes to take it in the butt, and married Michael, that then became a president because he had a birth certificate that was false. That is, and he's pure Satan all over the place. So we're seeing this all over again. And this is what politics is. You have to just understand that politics is the show, the movie, and they're all about psychological operations. That's what they do. But they make this big deal out of psychological warfare to try to tell you that it is not really what it is. But see, back under Obama, under H.R. 5736, Smith-Munt Modernization Act of 2012, which was buried in the NDAA of that year, which was an extension of the Patriot Act stuff that they did back in 9-11, they, they snuck in an important little provision that changed everything that went on in domestic America. Just to read it very quickly, the Smith-Munt Modernization Act of 2012 amends the United States Information and Education Exchange Act of 1948 to authorize the Secretary of State and the Broadcasting Board of Governors to provide for the preparation and dissemination of information intended for foreign audiences abroad about the United States, including about its people, its history, and the federal government's policies through press, publications, radio, motion pictures, the internet, and other forms of media, including social media and, the, and through information centers and instructions. Authorizes the secretary and the board to make available in the United States motion picture, films, video, audio, and other materials prepared for the dissemination abroad or disseminated abroad pursuant to such act, the United States Information Broadcasting Act of 1994, the Broadcasting Act of Cuba Act, and the Television Broadcasting to Cuba Act. Amends the Foreign Relations Authorization Act, fiscal years 1986-1987, to prohibit funds for the Department of State, also known as the CIA subchapter, and the board from being used to influence public opinion or propagandizing the United States. Under current law, such provision applies to the United States Information Agency, USIA. So, they allowed propaganda and the whole force of the government to be used against us. And that is otherwise known as authorizing psychological information against the U.S. public. Psychological warfare is deadly. It is one of the most deadly forms of warfare ever conceived. And the problem is that people right now are conditioned with a very narrow appreciation for what PSYOP or PSYWAR actually is. Here's what I want you to understand about PSYWAR. It uses anything and everything to shape and shift thinking, control population outcomes and responses, and lead the sheeple to a predetermined end designed in the PSYOP operation. So that's predetermined. In the PSYOP operation, they're going to determine what they want the outcome to be, and they're going to use any means necessary to get that. That will include gaslighting, false flags. That will include using a vax loaded with 
get graphene oxide, metal particles, and hydrogel that they can actuate with a 5G that then can influence the behavior of an individual. That will include creating deaths that are simulated or real by the virtue of the vax and then changing the narrative to what they are and making people believe in, an, in a culture of fear. Fear is one of the most powerful elements of psych, psychological operations. Once you can get people to believe in fear, you start to control. And I've talked about this many times before, but we're going to review it here quickly. You can control their neurochemistry. One of the big things about psychological operations is neurochemistry. You have you, What you're trying to do is you're trying to create cycles of adrenaline and dopamine, which creates peaks and valleys. And once a person has adrenaline, they have, they're energized for a fight or flight. It also narrows down the thinking capacity so that people are focused on the immediate and not the long-term consequences. Additionally, dopamine gives that rush of calm that comes into the clarity of the mind that allows in that moment for people to find its pathway through. So in a sense of being attacked, if you can imagine, the adrenaline hits you, and as the adrenaline hits you, you have the burst of energy to make the decision to fight or flight in that moment, and then the dopamine floods in and gives you clarity from what's ahead of you so that you can find your path either through to attack the enemy or to escape and retrograde out of the incident. That cycle along with other chemicals in the body, is, is something that in psychological operations you peak and you valley. You peak and you valley, constantly creating an addiction within people. The news has mastered this. This is why the nightly news is always punching fear porn, always some sort of headline of panic and fear, horrible things happening because the fear addiction is what people become succumb to. And that fear addiction is driven by those two drugs again. Predominantly. So as we get into that cycle, people start becoming addicted literally to the news because it's like getting a fix every single night. That's why stepping away from the news for many people is very difficult because it is literally an addiction to themselves that they're having to break and it's not an easy one to overcome. But that's the principle behind a good psychological operation. The biggest thing about psychological operations is to getting people to accept the unimaginable and that's critical to the entire plan. So both sides, we are currently de in this current war, we have a, quote, white hat and a dark hat side. I don't know which is which. It's a blended battlefield. It's difficult to identify where people are sitting. But they're both comp competing with their own versions of truth. And both sides are influencing the masses to walk in one path or the other. It's always in a good psychological operation, it's always a binary solution, meaning you have a path of good and a path of evil, no matter where you sit. From those on the left, the path of good is with Biden and with the pedophile elite, with those on, but they don't call it that. They just think it's okay because they've embraced this as a lifestyle. So that um, raping children is just a lifestyle. On the other side, you have the right, which is now seeing itself as going to the white hat side. That's the good, the noble, the perfect side, even though there's all sorts of imperfections. The Republican Party actually is the greatest dirtbags of them all. But nonetheless, it's a binary solution. And the concept behind a good psychological operation is that they are trying to constantly influence the mass to go one way or the other. Now, in my experience, there's only one immunity I've ever come across, and I mean this sincerely, that keeps people in strong and not influenced from the psychological operation. And it's essentially two critical components. It's three, actually. We'll get to the third one in a minute. The two is our relationship and our faith and the intimate relationship with our Father God. 
Those two things keep you grounded. That means literally seeking his face and his voice and living in the word. Because these things, when we are there, the outside world, we become somewhat insulated from the outside world. And this noise and confusion, we're actually able to step back from. Now, the third point is that center point of how we center in all of that. And that's, as we talked about that Sunday night, which is breath, which I'll come back to in a minute. And to kind of give you a demonstration about how strong this is, and at the same time in, in faith, how weak it is, Muslims were very difficult. They're difficult to affect with normal psychological operations. And the reason is, and, or influence operations, because they're very grounded in their faith. Notice I said faith. I didn't say relationship with Father God. It's very important to understand these two components in their faith. They pray five times a day. They're going to value everything and, and assess everything through their prayers that they do five times a day, okay? And much of this is learned in repetition the way they learn them in their culture. That's where you get the madrasas. They raise up the young children where they sit for hours each day and recite and read the same prayers over and over until they literally become wired into their head. Been inside a madrasa. It's ugly places. It's not pleasant. But anyway, another subject. So one of the... The way that we, what we found in world in Iraq, and one of the tools that they used was that they used a microwave transmitter that was able to project a voice of what was said to be Allah, subcranial, meaning it went into the subcranial into the brain, and they were able to project this into the body of soldiers of Iraqi soldiers that were in the trenches, standing off against the U.S. forces. So let me give you a quick background on that. What had happened with this is that they had done sequence after sequence of cleaning out the trenches of the Iraqis, and no matter how many times they ran the battle drills, the U.S. was looking at 70% battle loss at its best. And then somebody came up with the idea of trying this device that they could project sound in the subcranial area and project a voice of Allah. It's not surprisingly, about 80% of the Iraqi troops, if you remember, this happened in, in Iraq one. They simply got up and left and went home. People said it was because of the starvation. They weren't getting support. Now, all of that were factors, but the single motivation of all of that at the end of that was the fact that they had heard the voice of Allah. They thought, say, go home, go back to your families. In the modern day, I would argue that one of the groups that will be easiest to persuade with a psychological operation using methods, if they do it, which will be methods using something like Project Blue Beam, which is to project three-dimensional holograms into the sky, will be the Christians. The Christians will be easy because people are have translated in from most Christians translate the idea of wonders and signs as Christ floating in the sky in his garments, and it's easy to create. They just did the test recently, in fact. And when they see this, Christians will easily just collapse. That's how you break the will of the enemy. That's a psychological attack. And a lot of that's going to happen because so many people are focused on these idols of worship of what it's supposed to be rather than having an anchor in faith, living in the word, and truly understanding and seeking that word of God. Like I said, those are the two that keep you immune from most of the psychological operations. Now, another key part of psychological operations is it propels people to seek the answer or the truth. You're constantly digging to find the truth and it leads you to in impossible rabbit holes, but this is all by design and it's also part of the trap. What's happening here is people will spend hours 
wrestling with the what-ifs, imagining scenarios that could be, writing narratives that become belief systems, and ultimately being trapped in a web of what is the psychological operation. All of this creates its own momentum. It becomes very organic, and people then are trapped in an alternate reality and they become disempowered. It's very important to understand that. In fact, through that, you can fuel the ideas of new ideologies. You can steer people away from the real truths. And many times the truths are very simple and right before them, but you can obscure that with complex digging, complex issues where people seek out truths. One of those ongoing forever has been the UFOs. Another one, to a certain degree, has been Q. And all of these things are leading people astray from the principal issue of understanding what's before us. The most recent one that was dropped, in my opinion, was the Internet Bill of Rights. That's a major psyop, major psyop, because to solve the Internet Bill of Rights, it's actually not a problem. The first thing you need to do with resolving our freedom of speech on the Internet is to get rid of H.R. 5736, the Smith-Munt Modernization Act that we just went over. You also have to do the Title 230 or Code 230, whatever that is, that gives them the the immunity for prosecution. You have to revoke that, and you have to enforce our First Amendment. You don't need a new Bill of Rights, but it's now a PSYOP because people aren't going to focus on what's before them and the truths that will lead them off another rabbit hole into another, another trail to keep them away from the actual truth. Now, ultimately, when we get down to the power of all of this, and I'd mentioned this on Sunday, it was kind of the sit and listen concept. So what ends up happening right now is we are in a culture that's busy, we're thinking, we're doing, we're always kind of looking ahead, trying to figure out what's going to happen. And what we don't get into quite literally is the idea of how do we navigate through this? How do we create discernment? And in our process of constantly digging, and believe me, I'm not against digging or doing research, but the problem is that there's no anchor point. And I've talked about this many times before. The anchor point has to be rooted in the foundations of faith and God because there everything works out from there and the lens we put on everything becomes that powerful lens of biblical and God eyes on the whole thing. But when we start running amok on all of this, you go like happened the other day, which was a great one, after Balenciaga, story, we went from tangible reality of kids being exploited with evidential photographs and financial tracking that was going on to the next narrative that jumped out of that literally 10 days later was Corey Good and his UFO alien abduction garbage, which led then to narratives that, oh, this child sex trafficking thing, it's very big. They've been taking them to the moon and they're taking them to Mars and the Egyptians and the lizard heads are running Mars and that's where they're, they're sucking out their blood. I mean, this is the nonsense that's been happening. And this is because people don't have an anchor point for how they think. And so what the PSYOP does is it blows open limitations it's to the advantage of psyops to break down any sort of religious faith or any sort of faith or any sort of belief in God because then it unhinges people from reality. So this is a this we are in right now the greatest the greatest psy war ever waged on the public. And the thing to keep in mind is that we're literally in the psy war with the entire idea of intent is it's to provoke your emotions. It wants to leave you agitated. It wants to leave you upset. It wants to make you feel disempowered. It wants to make you feel frustrated, angry, hateful, vengeful, all of these things. That's the mechanisms that are in full play right now. 
And they're doing this for many reasons. And one of the most critical reasons they're doing this is as you agitate the mind, our center point of connection with God is our heart. They mute the sound and the voice of God within us and the noise of your head expands to be dominant. So when you heard me talk on Sunday night to the concept of pneuma, which was one breath, one soul, one God, the idea of sitting quietly in the presence of Father, in the presence of Jesus, and breathing in and breathing out to hear the clarity of the world and to seek the direction which you should go, very much the warrior mind from, say, swordsmanship, when you're there, all of the noise of your head, you learn to quiet down. And if you do this as a discipline, you'll discover how noisy your thoughts are. We don't even realize how noisy our thoughts are. And that's the effect of fantastic psychological operations because they've dripped in and put in so many things that it turns things on its head. So this is the foundation of everything we're dealing with right now in a psi war. It's intense. And so then today we get Twitter files part eight, which is how Twitter quietly aided the Pentagon in Pentagon's covert online PSYOP campaign. Now this points its finger, and this is one of these things I mentioned earlier, people aren't going to like this story, especially people that have been working in special operations because they see that there's a nobility and a necessity for national security to co-opt the platforms of social media to wage this, this influence war, what they call shaping, to shape a culture and influence a culture through op psychological operations, to use social media platforms that are the norm and the standard. That came, Twitter, remember, came from the government first, a DARPA program, then it was incubated into the public space, as was Facebook, which was also known as LifeLog. So all of these pieces come together to where the military still sees these as effective tools. Here's the problem, and it's an ethical foundation and error in everything that the military does. When you start using these platforms, as was detailed well today, and Twitter is out here empowering and helping the military accomplish its goals. Some of those things included, and these were, these were directions that were coming from CENTCOM, which is U.S. Central Command, which deals with the Middle East, they were asking for a, they had given them a list of 52 Arab language accounts that they say we use to amplify certain messages. In other words, we use to influence the population to the way we want them to think. Now, in the justification of this, they're going to say that they're doing this to help build democracy or help bring freedom to the people. The problem is this is not a transparent operation. People don't know that the PSYOP is being waged on them. That's what's been happening since they issued, since they passed H.R. 5736. The American public is not aware that there's been a PSYOP waged against them. That PSYOP is secret, and that's why it ultimately always falls under SOCOM. Special Operations Command, because it is classified at high levels, often at top secret and above, to keep it out of the way of the people. This comes through in the discussions in this latest Twitter thread, which is not insignificant. As we discovered that, that Twitter obliged SETCOM, which is SETCOM was requesting this on behalf of SOCOM, SETCOM was asking for these specific uh, details on the accounts to include white labeling accounts, which gave them priority, kept them out of being flagged, kept them out of spam and blue checking accounts. So they became trusted in the people's eyes. Furthermore, these accounts were created to erase any connection with the Department of Defense. And then they used AI developed pictures, 
which are known as deep fakes, to create fake avatars and to present them as if they were real, honest people doing research. All of this was intended to persuade a narrative on the other end, to include narratives that tried to minimize the, the collateral damage of drone strikes, which were killing civilians that we were doing willfully in order to, quote unquote, pursue terrorists. OK, keep in mind, this is all part of the bigger picture that we're understanding now that war is being waged and a constant hatred is being fused between cultures so that people can never get along. This is the ultimate all both ends to the middle concept, and PSYOP is at the center of all of this. Now, one of the ways that you prevent people from seeing what's actually going on is you classify things. Twitter had explored, as Facebook explored, setting up a skiff, which was a compartmentalized information place where nothing would escape. It would be classified in that space, and they went further to look at classifying things even across the entire program. Why? Because Twitter wanted to limit its collateral damage if it was exposed. And in fact, there was a Washington Post article that did come out that the Twitter lawyers then interceded with Washington Post to shape that story and put all the blame on the Pentagon, which is a great good cop, bad cop move in classic another version of PSYOP right here because the Pentagon will never comment on it and Twitter will make no comment and yet they will not be included much in the article. So the truth, once again, by our media is to perpetuate the lie. The layers of what we are dealing with here in PSYOP are absolutely stunning. And what we are getting, what we're realizing now is how much of the world, our taxpayer dollars have been used to fund a PSYOP against the world, to overthrow governments, whether people liked it or not. They were going to be governments that were going to be compliant with us. As the counter PSYOP was pressed to the United States to tell us that, oh, this is an evil government such as Iran. One of the narratives that they ran with is that Iran was doing organ harvesting on illegal organ harvesting in Afghanistan and Pakistan. Apparently that is not true. And I don't have, I can only go by what this was put out today, but it was nonetheless and a narrative that the department of defense was running so that we would inculcate hatred towards Iran and justify more operations in Afghanistan. 9-11, as one of the highest levels, is one of the greatest PSYOPs ever pulled off on any country. And the people of this nation willfully gave up their rights, the Constitution, everything through the acceptance of the Patriot Act and our need to go blow the hell out of some innocent country and spend the longest war in history in Afghanistan to drain our finances, to kill our young men and maim them, and to leave a culture permanently decimated that will take centuries to recover because of what we did with the slaughtering of people and children. This is real. And this is all happens because unless you have a psychological warfare engine in place, the people are actually pretty smart. But where we are at this point in time is we're starting to uncover this. This is all going to make people very uncomfortable. This is part of the truth. This is part of red pilling. And I'm saying this because there's plenty of military people out here that have given their life to psychological operations. They've done in their frame of what they did towards their service, they did it correctly and they did it well. In the bigger picture of what was done, this was all done to manipulate cultures and people to accomplish an end. And I will, I'm sure I'll get some report re rebuke on this of like, we did this to save people, whatever. The fact of the matter is that most of the terrorism in the world was created by the CIA and MI5 and MI6 and even the FBI. That was part of their job. We've encountered that with all the other tools, and in the end of the day where we arrive, when we have an unrestrained operation of using public platforms in the public space that are backing military operations, it is, it is now 
been the boomerang and it's come right back on us. And we are here where we are today because of an unrestrained psychological operation methodology that has been pushed into the public and allowed to be used on this public, which has led us to things like believing that Barack Obama was actually popular, believing, believing that Michael was actually not a man, believing that um, COVID was actually a killer virus and accepting that the, in, the experimental shot would actually save you. We have seen the consequences of every single one of those, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. Psychological operations are dangerous, especially when they're waged in such a way, and one could say that, well, there needs to be some moral and ethics. I don't know where that line is because people don't know the line. That's the problem. People don't understand where to stop. And just some of the stuff I've been involved in myself, and when you get swept up in it, I will tell you, it seems like you're doing the right thing. But at the end of the day, you're truly doing things against people's free will, convincing them that it's the right thing. And where you lead them is not where they want to be or would have done so by their own free will. You're directing them and leading them where you want them to be. That's not the way human beings work or should work. So this stirs up a massive amount of ethical questions and a responsibility that our military and our government has violated towards its own people and in so doing an accountability which our military and the government now has to the world. There's no question about that. And so as we are going through these Twitter files, I would highly recommend that you go through in detail, read them. It's a short read. Twitter files part eight, and that dropped today. Lee Fang was the one who posted it, and it's it's a good good read. You can find it linked on Gateway Pundit. You can also find it linked on Zero Hedge. Really good read to understand just how your taxpayer dollars are being used to unwittingly direct people into either war or to overthrow their government. I don't find it to be a positive thing, not in this state of, uh, not in this period of time. And it's something that we have a lot of accountability for as a nation and especially as we, the public, we, the American public have had such a massive level of PSYOP waged against us on behalf of the deep state. So patriots with that, hang on a sec. Nothing like losing your voice at the end. So with that, let's pray. Father, we come to you today with some pretty heavy realizations of what we've been involved in as a nation, influencing cultures against their will to accept ideologies, to overthrow governments and to even see themselves as lesser than they actually are. The tools of the mind warfare, also known as psychological warfare, are such that they can absolutely undo the foundations of our faith and what we believe in. We ask that you'll guide us and protect us and let us see through this time with great discernment so that we can find our way through this appropriately and get through all of this mess without violence but holding our government accountable for the destruction it has done to the people and to other nations. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Man, I'll tell you, nothing like losing your voice at a critical time. All right, patriots, a lot to take in, but this is a really important topic to get to know and be familiar with. This Twitter thread should spark a lot of discussions. That's the Twitter files number eight. And in so doing, it should bring about a lot of questions about accountability and responsibility of a nation, a nation to its people, and a nation that is acting on other on behalf of a nation towards other populations in their own governments. 
this is not about peace. This has always been about destabilizing for the benefit of the few, and we know who those few ultimately are. It's the bankers, and it's the financiers, and it's the warmongers, pretty much everybody that's in D.C. All right, Patriots, so keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us, and God will always win. But we are here in this time in this place for just such a time as this. We are at war, so walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land, expand the kingdom, subdue the enemy, mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe, to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal, but that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait, But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.